0: Hey guys, really quick. I genuinely kind of hate to do this, but uh, something's kind of happened. Uh, long story short, I, my sister, and my best friend, some of you know Miss Deej, bought a house last year, and the foundation work turns out was really shitty. Uh, again, long story short, it cost us thirty grand, and we just don't have that. Uh, the reason I'm being kind of quiet, and kind of weird, is because Deej doesn't know this, so it's kind of fun. Uh, You know, kind of on the DL. This is in no way affiliated with Fumbling Four. This is just me. I'm just lucky enough to have this platform to ask. If anyone has even a penny to spare, it would be genuinely greatly appreciated. And also for anyone curious why Deech doesn't know I'm doing this, he hates asking for help. I just can't stand here. Just watching as my best friend struggles through something like this. I, I, I just want to help him any way I can. The link will be in the show notes. It's a GoFundMe called Emergency Foundation Work. Thanks again, guys. Welcome. I'm recording. Welcome. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let me say welcome. Now <laughs> welcome back to the D and D lore cast. No. I No This isn't D and D. No. All of my it's not. All of my notes are about like When sex changes. So this is about to get real weird. <laughs> My name is Deck and Mango, and I am the host of the Warhammer Lorecast. With me, finally, again, is the co-host Almighty Crit,
1: <laughs> the co-host with the mohost host.
0: I'm afraid he does have a very bad stuttering problem, ladies and gents. <laughs> Today, fuck you. <laughs> we are going to talk about. Rogale de Horne start off with a little quote here the time for speeches is done said Dorn the first great test is here my order to you all is simple yet heed it well and exert yourself to see it done they are coming kill them all by me Nick I go
1: I got real dark real quick, buddy.
0: (laughs) Rokaldorn is a very serious person. Literally is described as a man with a naturally unsmiling face.
1: (laughs) He has perma-bitch face.
0: (laughs) Much like you, but for different reasons. I just see you as a bitch. Burn. (laughs) So, as always... Primark was gestated in a tube like structure, and then after he wound up on a napkin when the Emperor was done, he wiped him on a little piece of glass and shoved him in a different tube and let him grow. Oh my God. <laughs> then Chaos was like, ooh, gross, splooge, shot him off into the distance. Where he wound up on a planet called Inwit, which was another frosty, fun little. Sword
1: fun is not the word I would choose to describe this fucking planet
0: well as a space wolf player this is my shit <laughs> in was and is a world of death and cold its star is old and withered bleeding the last of its heat as cold red light tidally locked against its dying star perpetual darkness soaks one side of the planet faded sunlight Long ago, before the coming of the Emperor was even a dream, the people of Inuit began to create their own realm of stars. On every world they took, they assimilated, realigned, and reinforced. With each conquest, their culture and learning grew. But Inuit itself remained unchanged, even as it became the center of a stellar empire. People of Inuit, after growing on a planet like Inuit, became very specific. Which would be that they fuck shit up. It's survival matters more than literally anything else. We're a nomadic people. Moving between ice hives to trade in weapons, fuel, and technology. Conflict between the clans was pretty much constant. And they are incredibly quick learners with an innate sense of an object's functional value. Their most redeeming quality, despite being so barbaric is they have the strength and intelligence to conquer those who possess the knowledge they do not. The ice hives and clan disputes remained even while they started, they, they rediscovered starships and got off the planet. It's pretty amazing, honestly. They discovered kind of like modern technology and then still were like, this man stole the rope on the side of my tent, Let's fly to space and blow up his planet and then go back to my tent on the ice planet. Patriarch of a specific clan known as the Ice Cast, who at the time was the ruler of the Inuit cluster, raised Dorn and became an adopted grandfather, which is slightly different most of the time. They're usually found by people who call them their parents. This dude must have been old as fuck.
1: He's older than dirt, Mango. Well,
0: there's no dirt. <laughs> there's He's older than ice. He's
1: older than icy hellscape.
0: <laughs> Rolodorn was raised by his grandfather and grew to be a full adult which typically is three years but in this case it, it means it did take him three years to grow into an adult but this was quite a few years and then eventually began to rule the interstellar domain as its emperor. Much of his early years remain unknown because he himself just doesn't talk about It, it is known for a fact though that a boy named Rogel and his adoptive family rose to lead the house of dorne also known as the Ice Castle, and eventually to rule the Inuit Cluster. Even after Dorn discovered he was not related to his grandfather, Dorn held his grandfather's memory and value. He kept a fur edged robe that belonged to the man and slept with it on his bed every night, which is adorable. Rogel, you heard it here first, folks. Rogal Dorn, a serious man who's known to be the most serious Primarch, an unsmiling man who never lies, and the only thing that matters to him is the truth. And Honor has a blankie. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Dorn's innate qualities were perfect for Inuit. He pushed their empire further than any other. Dorn led and trained all of its armies and fashioned void craft. Unlike anything, these people had ever come to contact with. I'm going to have crit read a quote really quick.
1: (coughs) Do not look to us for kindness. Do not look to us for hope. We are not the kind children of this new age. We are the rocks of its foundation. If you wish hope, then look to what we make. If you wish kindness, then look to those who will come after us. Rogal Dorn addressed to the 300 Magistrates of Terra.
0: That's dark. Well, he's a very serious man who needs a blankie. <laughs> grandpappy's blanket Keeps me warm. I Grandpappy's night. blankie Forty standard years after his grandfather's death, the outlying imperial starships of the Great Crusade finally came to contact with Inuit. And when the actual emperor found Robodorn, he found not only a lost son, but he was immediately happy with everyone in Inuit. They'd been doing exactly what he wants the entirety of humanity to be doing, just on their own. They're just living their best life. They're living his idea of a best life.
1: So he got there and he's like, well, shit, it's already done.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thorne greeted the Emperor at the helm of the enormous starship created during the Age of Technology called the Phalanx. That he had discovered abandoned within Inuit's region of space during the Dark Age of Technology. He was... The seventh of 20 Primarchs who had been found by their father in the of the Crusade, which obviously we're doing this in order. Pay attention. The Emperor welcomed Dorn as his long lost son and just gave the phalanx to him. He was like, I know you found it, and it's yours anyway, but because I'm your dad, I'm giving this to you. <laughs> Here, have this thing that you own. You're welcome.
1: Best dad ever. <laughs>
0: And Dorne was given, actually I actually didn't know this, he transformed it into a mobile fortress monastery of the Seventh Legion, which was of course his, which was also given by the Emperor to him, because the Seventh Legion was the one that had been born from his gene seed. Dorne himself was incredibly loyal to the Emperor, literally from the day they met he embodied the human quest for truth and genuinely could not lie. Even if it would have aided his cause, he just, he, he couldn't lie. Not that he didn't want to, could not lie. Because of this quality, he has a statue on McCrag which we'll talk about later. It's a whole thing, which only four, there are only four statues. And one of them is Rubute Gullivan, who was like, the face of all primarchs, he is the Space Marine. Of the space Marines. Yes, yes. Shake your head. Nobody likes Robert, really, <laughs> Papa Smurf himself.
1: Papa Smurf,
0: born in command of the Seventh Legion and its fleets, with peerless devotion to and military genius. It was said that he possessed one of the finest military minds amongst the Primarchs. Ordered and disciplined but still occasionally just had the bursts of inspiration. So records during the great crusade were just fucking crazy. Even Horace said that Thorn and the Imperial fists were impressive, if nothing else. He called them masters of defense, such that he, he was convinced that the Imperial fist could build a fort. Uh, not even the his Luna Wolves could get through, which at the time they were considered the masters in assault. That's pretty impressive. Uh, he, I'll give it to him. He, the man could build a wall. Him and Trump would have got along. <laughs> 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 oh my god! And that's pretty much all I've been. All of the pre important crusade stuff that I've found on him. Well, I found Muggledorn f- was known as the Vigilant, the Praetorian of Terra, and the Unyielding One. And to his gene sons, he was called Defiance. This is a direct quote from the Wikipedia. A being of thunderous zeal and stone made manifest is how many describe the Primarchs of the Seventh Legion. He had a stern and naturally unsmiling face topped with unruly shock of short, bone-white hair. His zeal was the fire of a son who believed in his father's dream for the Imperium without reservation, without question. To Rogaldoran, literally nothing mattered more than the unification of mankind. Daddy's dream was dream. It's the only thing that mattered. Nothing stopped him. Nothing mattered to him, did not give a shit about anything except for going out and conquering space, basically. There is a very common, I've talked about it a little bit, there's a very common belief that the Primarchs were different aspects of the Emperor split into one person. Rogaldorn was considered his implacable discipline in the pursuit of his cause. I can see that. Part of the reason why I don't really like him is because he's just so boring. He, a man may as well be a
1: statue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of getting that same vibe here. I'm not going to lie. I wish... Uh, he sounds so cool. I wish there was you wish he had more a to him.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, I wish he had a personality.
0: <laughs> he just is. is it's Man, Dorn, it's so cool to meet you. Uh, you're, you're my hero, man. I've always wanted to meet you, but I just... I, I, I look up to you really so much, and I, I thank you for for beating me like this. Uh.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I feel the meeting with him would be. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Cool.
0: <laughs> Noted. You like go away now? Can you? Can I have you to stare guys, at this wall. Rude. <laughs> he was actually named the Praetorian of Terra. Before Horace betrayed, which does say a lot because Horace was slobbering all over the river, dog.
1: He's a professional ass kisser.
0: He gets all up in there.
1: <laughs>
0: 10 fingers and 36 teeth stained brown. Oh my brown. god. <laughs>
1: Moving on. <laughs> Oh gross! I'm never gonna get that
0: image out of my mind. <laughs> Apparently, pretty much none of the other primarchs were happy about his title. Uh, they were all real pissy. <laughs> Jelly much? Yes. That being said, Dorn was the one who supervised the construction of the Imperial Palace, or rather, the def- defenses around the Imperial Palace on Terra specifically that it, a lot of people like kind of agree that without Dorn doing all of this, Tara would have fell during heresy. Just for funsies, I'm gonna read another quote, and this is just because it's fun, because I hate Fulgrim. He's just kind of like a, I don't hate him as a person, he's just a frilly little bitch. So he's not really my kind of dude, you know what I mean? If any of my fans out there are frilly little bitches, I love you. Your name's not Fulgrim, I'm not talking about you. He said this directly to Fulgrim, I have no context. That's still funny. You're holding a gate for no one. You're just an idiot standing on a wall. (laughs) Dorn to Fulgrim, an insult so devastating that Fulgrim left the star system.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. This man says, "The fuck,
0: dude? You're stupid. Get out of
1: here. Gosh. Gosh. You're so dumb. <laughs> My God. They, they I feel so bad for him, too, because he's just that. He's that guy that really nobody expected much out of. Yet he gets shit on the most out of everybody. Who, Fulgrim or like, Dorn? Yeah,
0: Fu, uh, Dorn. I think he's, he's just so boring. And I know we, some of the guys we talk to play Imperial Fists, and that's fine. I recognize their use as an army. Dorn himself is just so fucking boring. Maybe I'll read a book with him in it. That's way cooler. I know, I know. <laughs> there is one fact that's really cool about him, and because I don't want to ruin anything for everybody who knows anything about Robo Dorn, I'm just going to say Peter Pettigrew. But <laughs> other than that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say one more fun fact. I'm just kind of looking at quotes that he said, and a lot of people agree that he's a very taciturn person, a man of very few words. So, it's hard to find really good quotes, at least outside of context. But this one's fun just because I like Gandalf. One of his most famous quotes, apparently, are None shall pass, yet still we stand.
1: Oh, <laughs> those my might God. Be, actually, those might
0: still be two separate quotes. Either way, none so, shall pass. Hell yeah.
1: So, he's basically just the Warhammer's uh, Gandalf.
0: With that quote,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Unfortunately, there is shock. This is yet another primark that has damn near no information. Before the Great Crusade, you guys are more than welcome to tell me some stuff. But with that, we're gonna go straight, straight, just direct straight path to the middle of a break, and then we're gonna go to a break.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch!
0: Welcome back to the Warhammer Lowcrist. Why Why are you doing the intro again? <laughs> <laughs> because they took a break. We're, done. We're on the mid-break, obviously. They got to take a break, too. <laughs> well, why do you have a shitty southern accent? <laughs> this ain't shitty. This. I grew up in Tennessee, motherfucker. I got a better <laughs> accent than you. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> and what are you talking about? I sound like this all the time.
1: Uh Uh-huh, okay. Country
0: road, (laughs) take me home. Anyway. So anyway, our patrons. Thank you, patrons. I'm not going to name you because I don't want to. That's bullshit.
1: You name them and you like it.
0: I will. (laughs) Can't read.
1: That's my excuse. (laughs) You can't use that.
0: We have Evie Lamrine. We have (laughs) Sliss Crate. Are you you purposely reading these backwards? We have uh, Walker Bard, uh, Anakin, Nan, Aka, Ard, (laughs) Walker. That was really hard to do. I made half of it up. I gave up. (laughs) We have uh, E.M. Alferarius. (laughs) we have evie from hr i have to say her name she works here uh we have (laughs) does she though (laughs) we have clemington routier and we have one more than six sins.
1: oh my god you ever wonder, I can't even.
0: You ever wonder if, wonder if uh, Seven Sins is just like seven different versions of Lust? He seems pretty thirsty. <laughs> what the fuck?
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, Seven. <laughs> I'm not. In fact, I'm sorry to all of our lovely patrons. You pay us money so that he fucks up your name.
0: What the, the other people don't know, who the, need to know who the fuck they are. I thank you. You're right. Look, I love you for being you. He just loves you for your money. You heard him say it there. That's
1: not true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with you. On a seriousness note, we do thank you. We love you. Yeah, because of you, we can do. this I also shit. think
0: the listeners that don't pay us because I care about you. I just why yeah. don't you give me money? Like, don't you love me? My love language, <laughs> my love language is other people buying things. I just want to throw that out there. But but
1: I'm the one who only loves them for their money. Get the fuck out of yeah, here! Yeah, I just said they don't. They don't
0: have to give me money. They just have to give me things that are bought with money. Uh
1: yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this this. Thank you to our listeners and thank you to our patrons. We do love you, uh, Mangoes. Just special. he's just Mango. He's <laughs> special. <laughs> Oh my God. I'm taking this mid break over, Mango. I heard the mid break's over. You guys heard it. Cut. Nope. I'm bringing it back around. I'm bringing it back around. I'm going to cut you off today and I'm going to talk about my merch item.
0: Who are you? I'm the co host. Yeah, uh, genuine. I don't have a reason. Honest to God, I thought you were going to say I'm the cuck. I'm the God damn it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, anyway, I brought something really cool for this mid break. So um, I've been seeing this go around a lot from other content creators. It's this is really cool website that does metal posters. And I was like, ah, I'm going to go check it out. So I did. And you never guess what I found. I found an arsenal of Warhammer metal posters. And they're fucking cool. So I brought one today. So if you go to Displate.com, you can find... A gray hunter metal poster.
0: Grey hunter, yeah, well, space walls. <laughs>
1: So it comes in a couple different options. You can get it 17 by 12 or 26 by 18. You can also choose the matte finish, or you can choose the finish. It's either matte or gloss. And you can also add a frame. You can choose from natural, graphite, white, or black frames and the price varies based on your options if you go to the 17 by 12 and you do a matte finish with no frame the minimum you'll pay for this is 50 bucks the most you'll pay for this if you go all out ham to the wall you're looking at 164 dollars for this metal poster but that's with frame that's with gloss coating that's the biggest one you can get and right now, I will tell you, they are running a special. You can get 15% off with one or two items, 20%, 25% off with three items, and all you have to do is use the code Xmas, and you can get all this deals. So head on over there. They've got a countdown timer going. It's ending soon. Uh, it's got... Looks like two days... Six hours, 16 minutes, and 37 seconds left on the timer. So go to display and check it out. Link will be in the show notes below. That's it. That's my merch item. Deal with it, Mango.
0: I just have one question. Yes? We record these two weeks in advance, so if that is almost uh, over.
1: You just can't edit all that out then.
0: <laughs> no, nah, I'm leaving it in because it's much funnier. <laughs> anyway, I don't have merch. I have a, an article. Is that all? Oh. About you anyway. Oh boy. Um, they're coming out with a new Lieutenant Titus mod, and I don't play Ultramarines, but Lieutenant Titus, pretty cool. Not as cool as anyone else, but pretty cool for what he does. For those of you who don't know who Lieutenant Titus is, I don't think he was, no, he was he used to be Captain Titus. I trip. It. doesn't matter. Space and Marine and soon to be Space Marine 2 protagonist Titus of the Ultramarines. Is getting a playable model, and I think that's real fucking cool. That's swell. <laughs> that's all I got. There's no, there's no poster. Anything you can get the model anywhere you get any model.
1: I uh, I found online it was a Target special. According to this, uh,
0: let's see. The new model for the protagonist of the Space Marine 2 video game was revealed at the Warhammer Skulls event May 25th, 2003. It will be featured. It will be featured first in the Space Marine, the board game adaptation, and then separately at a later date. So maybe it's a Target special for just a random thing, and then it's going to be available everywhere for those who don't shop at Target, i.e. everyone that listens to us that is not a white woman in her uh, (laughs) thirties. That's not fair. Or not American. (laughs) Not America. They can have.
1: I don't know what they have. What, what do you? What do you they people they, have? Not in America. L- listen,
0: it's tes-
1: you get fancy. Te- it's Tesco, Texaco that's a gas station. Te- No, not 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 in England. <laughs> I don't have. I got they you. Have petrol don't, stations. You fucking asshole. They do. They do. Uh they, Listen, I'm telling you, from from me to you across the pond, I know your struggles. You don't have all the cool giant department stores.
0: Yeah, for me to you across the pond, you guys aren't as cool as us Americans. That's what I heard him nah, say. Nah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Tesco was pretty cool, though. Some of the ones I went to were pretty big.
0: I've never left they have, the country because nobody loves listen, me. I, shout out to
1: Peterborough. I mean, it has this big-ass shopping mall. I don't know what it's like now. That was like 10 years ago when I was there. But anyway, yeah. So, uh, yeah, got a games workshop for that one.
0: <laughs> and now that crit likes to do because i'm the only one that lets him <clears> do it the end of the mid
1: <sighs> so mangy big boy manga you papa mangy like mangy i said mangy you that's right hey you For know me. what makes you less mangy if you buy me dice you know where you should get those dice from Walmart. fan roll no I fuck that run. You got a fan roll. So uh, I have a quick story to tell you. So this is how cool fan roll dice is. I went undercover in a different account to add some things to my cart because I was interested. I just went to this recent seminar to see like a business seminar. And I heard all about this thing that, you know, companies will do where they'll send you an email say, hey, you forgot something in your cart. You know, they try to get you to come back and buy stuff. Which was cool. But Fanroll took it one step further. The CEO of Fanroll sent me a video asking if there was anything he could do for me because he was concerned that I didn't like the purchases. Now, I know the CEO, fantastic guy, the whole crew is fantastic. But I thought that was just it was awesome of them to take it one step further to try to meet the needs of their consumers. It's awesome and it shows me that they truly do care about us as not only fans, but players. So this is why I would encourage you to go check out FanRoll. Not only do that, but they have so many cool items. The newest item they have right now is the Goblin Dice from Pathfinder. They've got a whole Pathfinder set, honestly. They got the board, the dice trays, dice, oversized D20. They, they got everything. Go check it out. Uh, it's not bad either. There's 20 bucks for a set of the Goblin Dice right now and they have an Xmas deal going on right now if you order your dice this month you'll get a free set I don't know what the set is but I guarantee you it's cool <laughs> so if this sounds good to you head on over to Fanroll dice use the promo code Almighty C 10 that is all mighty the letter C and 10 and save yourself 10% off next up, Switch on over to Nixie Gaming. Use the promo code LOZLore and save yourself 10% off of some badass Nintendo Switch accessories. Right now, if you're a GameCube fan, the newest controller they got out right now, the GameCube controller. That's right, it's badass. I have one, it's the silver one. <laughs> they're pretty good, they're not cheaply made. They stick drift's a big problem. Not for these, you can take it apart with a simple twist of your finger pull it out, clean out your joystick area and pop it back together like it's nothing. So yeah, head on over to Nixie Gaming, use the promo code Lore, and then finally we have our last sponsor. I'm getting a little drained here. Nango. See, look at that. I didn't even pick stop. up that mess of your name. <laughs> Tell you what, i just... <sighs> you know what? I need a good pick-me-up. So I'm going to go get some...
0: W energy. W <laughs> energy.
1: <laughs> so W energy is a alternative to those really really bad for you energy drinks you get off the shelves. It's good tasting, it's healthy, and it's pretty cheap. It's like a dollar an energy drink when you buy these tubs. It's not bad. So head on over to W energy, use the promo code fumbling and the number 4. Save yourself 10% off of some of their uh, badass energy drinks. The tubs are like $40 a tub, and it has like 30 servings in it. It's like 30, 33 servings. It's fucking insane. It's cheap. So head on over to W Energy and use the promo code Fumbling4. And that is our sponsors for today. Just real quick. uh,
0: That is D-U-B-B-Y, W Energy. We just recently yeah. we had we recently set somebody say that they thought we were saying W energy is not <laughs> so yeah <laughs>
1: so shitty accents we have
0: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about oh my gosh so that's it Midbreak's breaks over I have, I have the same accent as I always do eh?
1: uh, oh yeah I forgot to mention uh, go check out the merch store fumbling for store.com go check it out we have a bunch of merch from all the fumbling for pods and there's more to come so check it out
0: and confirm you got the pants didn't you i did get the pants i love the pants (laughs) are Um, they really comfy yes they are (laughs) our last announcement we've kind of talked about it but it is officially coming soon so everybody please remember starting the 19th the two artists including sunny are going to be making images for me that you guys will get to vote on about which one i get as a new tattoo come one come all this will be broadcast across all of our platforms because if only like five of you show up and go fuck yourself i'll get whatever tattoo i want <laughs> <laughs> so you better show up invite people i don't even know make separate accounts to vote i don't care tattoo. I don't care what you do, but come vote. Did, you, did a, you just
1: whisper, don't do that?
0: I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> I don't remember what I was going to say. I love you.
1: So, Mango. Hi. We're here at the end of the show. We're at the end of the show. Yeah. End of show. So, of I'm going to drop. God damn <laughs> it. It didn't stop in the mid-break. It certainly just kept going to the end. <laughs> God. So uh, not much to tell you on this fucking planet of Inuit. Uh Yeah, the whew. Imperial squallers they kind of suck. Yeah. <laughs> but what I do have is some interesting facts. Are you ready for the first one? Number one. <sighs> Number one. So Rogel Dorn. So this, this was brought to our attention by one of our fellow hosts of a podcast, uh, the Written and Uncertainty podcast, Aramithius. Comes in, chats with us all the time in the Warhammer lore cast, you know, discords and everything. Awesome guy. Go check out the pod. But he mentioned that there are some names that we should probably do a little bit more research in because they have real world origins. So I did that. And I was not disappointed. <laughs> so the first one off the bat is Rogal Dorn is a variant of of regal slash royal in Dorn, which means stronghold in Old English and fist in Gaelic. So he's basically either regal or royal stronghold or regal or royal fist.
0: Both equally badass. Cheryl, bring me the royal fist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so...
1: That's our that's our first interesting fact here. Next one we have here, we're going straight into Inuit. So Inuit is... We're going to talk about kind of the climate here. It's a death world. It's, it's freaking a death world. It's nothing but ice and cold and death. The star... Its star is old and withered, so its sun is basically on its last leg. Bleeding the last of its cold hearts as the wiki says like i couldn't find a better phrasing for that like it's direct to the point the, the, the it's de- it's a death world if there ever was one
0: it's a death world that's a dead world
1: it's a death world it's a death world so it's locked against its dying star in a perpetual darkness on one side like you said and on the other side it's covered in a faded sunlight It's got mazes of just mountainous cracks and crevices. The mountain ranges themselves are also mazes of death. The plains are just frozen, frosted dunes and tundra. There's barely any plant life here. The creatures that do live here are beasts that just stalk their prey. They're vicious, carnivorous creatures. This is no place a human should ever live. In fact, we don't even know much about the beasts other than they are (laughs) human-shaped. If not friend, why (laughs) friend-shaped? It's crazy here. The seas are even slow. It's so cold that the seas flow sluggishly. That's cold. Like we discussed in uh, one of the other episodes, it's got to be really, really cold to free seawater. It's terrible here. There's not much about the people that live here either, except for they are primitive, unsophisticated people. What is interesting here is, is that one of their beliefs is the needs of the group outweigh the needs of the individual. So the good old saying the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few here that is what they live and die by so all that being explained it does I think put into perspective why Rogaldorn is the way he is he's very why he, be why he yeah he's serious he's direct to the point because on this planet there's no other way to be I mean, if you're constantly trying to survive not only the frigid cold, but dry deserts baking under the sun on the other half, like you've got the worst of both worlds. So one side is dry,
0: desperate. Totally not. Early 2000s Disney. Noted. She, yeah, no. <laughs> She's got a first, lot of, first, I will first. say, a
1: lot of inwit. Seems to be influenced during the Age of Strife. So we already talked about the Age of Strife. So I'm not going to talk too much on this stuff. It's just a lot of a lot of what we know about Inwit happened during the Age of Strife. They conquered star clusters, and that's about it. Like it, the people
0: just conquered star clusters. They really said They're, They really said we're trapped. We going <laughs> to. You're not trapped here with us. I said that wrong.
1: <laughs> We're not trapped here with you. You're trapped here with us. We're
0: not trapped here with you. You're trapped here with us, bitch. <laughs> so weirdly hyper yeah. right now.
1: Yeah, I know. I noticed.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, it's... There's not much to it. It's it's either desert, hot, or cold. It's weird. It's like something you'd see out of a cartoon, honestly. Like half the planet split right down the middle like this is super cold, this is super hot. Like it's and even the hot is kind of it's limited because the star is dying that it relies on for its heat. So, it's just a terrible fucking place. <laughs> the the best part is when I tried to look up information on this. Orbital radius unknown. Gravity unknown. Temperature, hostile, or sub-zero Arctic? Population, unknown. Planetary governor, unknown. System, unknown. Subsector, unknown. uh, Sorry, the subsector was Inuit cluster. Everything is, there's not really much we know about this. What I hope for is kind of what you hinted at. I hope for more information to come in the future about this. I hope there's some stories about it or more info drops on it. I hope they expand on this planet as a whole. Because I think there's a huge potential here because of how untapped it is. I think there's a huge creative potential.
0: Maybe. Honestly, if I had to guess, if anything's going to happen to it, the star's finally going to die. It's all just going to.
1: Yeah, I mean, it could be. They could use it as like a sacrificial world for storyline purposes. I mean, it gets eradicated and, oh no, it's bad. Yeah kind of what it looks like it's leaning to because they didn't really put too much thought into it other than oh yeah there's some really bad shit here anyway did you guys (laughs) see that other planet Uh, I kind of as a whole with this episode I realize dear listener that it's going to be a short one it kind of sucks and I'm sorry for that but there's not much info on any of this stuff Uh, the Primark the planet there they just this whole thing feels like, personally, from a creative s- standpoint, feels like everything is just here for sacrificial purposes. Even the Primarch, I feel like they built into this whole truth and statue and importance and all this stuff just to create a sacrifice for later on.
0: Interesting thought process. I will say, just keep in mind for anyone who doesn't. Um, all of this came all of this is retcon info. The entirety of 30k as we learned as I personally learned last week is still being fleshed out. I thought all of that mm-hmm. stuff had already been fleshed out with the books and everything but they're still releasing those books. So it's not entirely surprising. I see what you're saying. They built this information to explain everything that has already happened. Yeah.
1: And I feel like in the future in the 40k timeline there's potentially there's the potential for this Primarch or this planet or even both to be eradicated because i believe as a fan of the series you'll feel i feel like fans of the series will feel a loss here storyline wise not a substantial loss not like if we lost like the emperor totally or you know one of the other Primarchs. But I feel like this one would kind of fuel the fire for fans to be enraged by an opponent, like the new enemy. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of my theory. Moving on, I don't know how that's going to play out, but we'll see. We shall see. But this, but that's all I got for you. And it's perfect timing too. Is we we got it. We got a nice little juicy episode for you. got <laughs> a nice little, little
0: quickie. Little quickie. A quickie. Oh, and one final <laughs> announcement. Oh, I, shit. Naked Mango, the man himself, will be going to a Christmas charity event, tournament-type deal. Nev the 16th. So at the, by the time this recording drops, I will have already been there. But I did get permission to record it. And I have portable mics that I will be wearing. And if the other person is interested, they will be wearing it too. But more than likely, it's just going to be, you're just going to hear me talking. Either way, this will be posted on both my YouTube channel and the Public4 YouTube channel. This is a, it's a thousand point tourney. We're talking 30 minute to at most an hour sessions, three rounds a piece. It's very silly, not necessarily silly, but nobody takes it serious. I just think it, for anyone who hasn't played the game and is interested, it's it, it'll be a very nice, a very easy way to get a feel for the game. It was gonna be there. But Christmas, when you have a household that could rival Santa and his elves, <laughs> <laughs> it will be. It'll yeah. be me and my. You guys have heard him a couple of times. Sean, the Drukhari player, he'll be there as well. But yeah, uh, just look forward to that if you're interested. I'm certainly excited to try and figure out how the fuck I'm going to record it.
1: Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, until next time. Uh, go Be sure to go check us out on Twitch. Uh, I stream on Almighty Crit and Mango is Naked Mango
0: 33. Naked 33. Mango 33. Yep. Uh, I handle a lot of our YouTube stuff, which I'm slowly coming out with more and more. I'm getting oh. better about posting TikToks from our whenever me and Crit and all of our friends stream together as well. So check out. Eventually, there will be a Fumbling for TikTok. Currently, it's just things I post on mine, which is Naked Mango. Check us out. I love you. All love you. of you, except unless your name starts with the letter X. Then tell me, I will love you if you tell me why your parents hated you. Until next <laughs> week.
1: Fuck? Goodbye. Oh my God. Thank you for tuning in to the Warhammer Lorecast. If you like the show, please leave a five star review. Tell a friend, that's how we grow. And stay tuned on that Patreon. Coming soon. And finally, shortly within the next week, we'll have our Twitter up and running. Make sure you reach out to us, tell us what you think, and of course, show us those armies. Until next time, dear listener, remember, in the 41st millennia, there is only war.